Does the Samsung Z Flip have a glass or plastic display? We finally have an answer, even if there's a big asterisk. Uh, stick around for your daily charge. Good morning and welcome to Daily Charge. It's Wednesday, February 19th. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Alfred Ng. And here are today's headlines. At this point, it's inevitable. A foldable phone launches and there's going to be controversy. Samsung touts the Z Flip as the first phone with bendable glass, but there's been a lot of questions about its durability. Now we have some answers. Teardown firm iFixit took the Z Flip apart and found that yes, there is a tiny layer of glass in the display, but on top of it is a protective plastic film, which kind of defeats the purpose of making it more durable. I don't get why. Pe- what's the big deal? Or why are people so mad that there's plastic on this? So for one, they touted this as the you know as, as an industry first glass display. People want a foldable glass because it's more durable. It's, it's less prone to scratching. It's uh, it's a lot more durable than your plastic screen, your standard plastic screen. So what they did was they did kind of have a glass display, but it's so thin that it's it's kind of useless in terms of durability. Like you could poke a hole right through it. Uh, at least that's what iFix have found. And then adding a plastic layer on that is kind of a cheat because it just sort of, again, it, if you're going to tout the durability of glass, but then you put a scratch prone plastic layer on top of it, yeah, but kind of defeats purpose. who cares about durability on a foldable phone? I mean, these are just like what, like $5,000 phones? Like yeah. why would it need to last a long time? Exactly. They're, you're spending 1300 plus on one of these phones and, and yeah, you expect a scratch there and that's, it's kind of a bummer. I mean, I'm also just like, if anyone's buying a durable, like a foldable phone at right. this point, like I, if they're expecting it to be durable, uh, maybe watch some of the the, the CNET uh, coverage that we've had. I, I mean, that's exactly. It. I think the the point is, last year we saw with the Galaxy Fold, uh, a lot of folks shaken in terms of their confidence in foldable phones. You know, there was already a lot of questions about how durable these things were going to be, mm-hmm. whether they would withstand the test of time, and then the Fold kind of confirmed a lot of people's concerns and now it's happening again right the razor just had their own issue input uh report that their phone had broken uh or the screen had broken with the razor and now we're seeing this with the uh the z flip so you know it's 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 not if even if you're look if you've got the money in your affluent you want to buy this crazy flashy price like device it, it uh like having them actually kind of break down or the risk of breaking down or be prone to scratches i mean it kind of dents the idea of like having a foldable phone. I mean, I feel like if you're rich and you can afford these, this is just like an extra stunt though. Like if it's like, oh, this broke, I don't care. I, I'm rich. I can buy I don't like know. 50 if, of that. And rich people are notoriously cheap. So if they spent $5,000 a phone or $1,300 on this budget foldable phone and it either scratches or breaks, I'd still be pissed. Yeah, it's a baller move. It is. It's yeah. definitely a baller move. All right. If you follow Rudy Giuliani's Twitter account, be aware that the links he shares may lead you to hackers. And he's not doing this maliciously. But he's so prone to making typos on Twitter that people have taken to buying up domains based on his errant tweets. And some of them are leading to some bad stuff. Alfred, what did you find? So this happened on Sunday uh, between the hours of uh, 12.33 a.m. and uh, 8.55 a.m. He sent out three tweets to his website, which is RudyGiulianiCS.com, which it's uh, CS stands for common sense. It's like a podcast Uh. that he's making now. Here's the problem with those three tweets uh, where he tweeted out links to his own website. None of them were actually links to his own website. So <laughs> there was one where he put a space after Rudy. So it was just Giuliani NC, uh, GiulianiCS.com. And that led to a website that um, prompted people to download a Google Chrome extension that downloaded, uh, uh, that basically took your browser data and changed your search engine and has been referred to as um, like spyware by by others. Um who who have like found the same extension. Right. 
Um, so that was one website. The other two were more pranks okay. where one of it uh, was, uh, he was talking about Mitt Romney and he said, uh, watch Rudy Giuliani uh, CS.com tomorrow. Here's the thing. He didn't put a space after uh, watch. So literally watch Rudy Giuliani CS.com. CS. Yeah. So that became its own website. Ah. The day after somebody registered that domain name and had it redirect to a drug rehabilitation program. <laughs> um, and then there was another one where he just missed the last I in it so in his own name for that matter uh and that redirected to the wikipedia page for the trump uh ukraine uh scandal wow so some of it is like malicious like software stuff right, but like the, clearly some pranks but, but these are the, the point is these were done really quickly right yeah yeah some of them were done even before he had tweeted them out so uh the one the one that led to the ex, the google chrome extension mm-hmm. that was that domain name was registered like i think january 31st so, like, a good, like, two weeks before Giuliani even tweeted out that, like, wrong wow. link. So, wow. they have been seeing typos from him, and they've been expecting him to make these mistakes. So, if people just bought up, like, errant typos based around his URL, yeah. like I say, wow. Yeah, and, like, companies, like, this happens a lot. Like, this is something known as, like, typo squatting, and this happens a lot with, like, popular websites. That's mm-hmm. why, like, if you're a large company, sometimes you'll buy domain names that right. like are similar to yours so like facebook for example they own uh, facebook.com uh, yeah, uh, yeah. so if you type it in it'll just go back to facebook okay um but before they did that like people would buy those domain names and set up like a fake looking facebook page uh, and like people would go to oh yeah this is register facebook. your information yeah yeah. yeah yeah so um that happens with popular websites it usually doesn't happen with um a single person's website yeah so, but hackers have kind of found out that like, oh, Giuliani makes typos so often that like we should just do this. His errors are so consistent that basically hackers yeah. can bank on him. Yeah, basically. Wow. All right. Lastly, Jeff Bezos made it known that he's serious about the planet with his $10 billion Earth Fund. While that is a ton of money, activists aren't convinced. Alfred, what do you think? I mean, we should break down why the activists aren't convinced yes, about it, right? For sure. Like, So I, th- I think the big concern that a lot of people have brought up is that Look, even though Amazon, I mean, I'm sorry, even though Jeff Bezos is donating this much money, which is just a large fraction, sum, it's a large it's like, sum, but it's also a fraction of his wealth. I mean, eight percent right? is yeah. like pretty big. Most yeah. people give like less than one percent of how. All much, right, all right, yeah. but eight percent is pretty large, considering <laughs> just yeah. But if you're looking at absolute numbers, yes, yes. But I, I think, I think the issue is more that like, look, like you can throw money at the problem, but mm-hmm. also like you're actively contributing you're to part it, right? Of the problem, right? So like. All the waste from like the cardboard from boxes that Amazon ships out, all the cars that are being driven for delivery. Um, well, Amazon Web Services, right? All the servers, they take an enormous yeah. amount of energy. Yeah. And then just like Amazon's investments in like oil and gas companies yep. as well. Yep. So the idea is, you know, look, like on one hand, you are you are giving to, uh, you know, these environmental funds and things like that. But with the other hand, you right. are actively like making it worse. So it's kind of like you would do... Uh, the criticism has been that Jeff Bezos could do a lot more mm-hmm. by scaling back what Amazon is doing rather than the $10 million that he's giving. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, in the, in the past, uh, he has been criticized or Amazon has been criticized for cracking down on its own staff for, mm-hmm. for kind of speaking out. I mean, they've, they've kind of turned around on that a little bit, but you know, that that's, it's definitely a mixed track record. Mm-hmm. And, and Amazon look for its part uh, has pledged to be carbon neutral by 2040. 2040 is, 20 years from now mm-hmm. uh, and has invested in wind and solar farms. But uh, it, it's clear that, you know, there's, there's definitely, uh, there's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah. I mean, the company has a massive carbon like footprint yep. and, you know, a lot of 
researchers and activists have said, you know, you can't just throw money at this. Right. Yeah. The Daily Charge. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Alfred Ng. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.